So welcome back to Weeknight Hero. This is going to be our fourth session and it's going to be the first session with our like standalone mini series that we have running alongside the main story. So in between the missions with each other, they also have other stuff that's going on in like a shared universe. So we begin with Wonder City's resident troublemaker, Columba Hogarden, played by Caesar. So Caesar, you want to introduce yourself? I am a uh, muckraker in the sense that I am a former police officer and it's pretty much the same you know Serpico is my life where I refuse to be crooked and so they they basically planted a bunch of evidence to get me kicked off the force uh, and discredit me but uh, I went and got my private investigator's license and I've been slowly cleaning up messes ever since. So this one has a little bit of a different feel than the other ones. I feel like Caesar and I have been friends with each other. He's my brother-in-law for several years and so we have kind of a different sense of humor, which I think we can definitely let show on this series rather than in the main series because you have the two wet blankets on the other end with uh, Katie and Christopher. So Wonder City being this kind of model city for the rest of the United States with the green living and giving back to nature and environmentalism. Along with that, there comes this kind of seedy underbelly where in an effort to maintain this perfect facade, things stop getting noticed. They stop getting reported, let's say. Yeah. So they kind of flub the numbers. Yes, exactly. And it's just like, how many B&Es are there? Oh, no, let's let's kind of shift that That's, a little that bit. That sounds kind of high. Yeah, exactly. The adventure that we have ahead of us, it's called No Nights Off, Caesar. So are you ready for No Nights Off? I am prepared to drink as many espressos as possible. You're like, I'm living it now. Let's, <laughs> let's keep doing it. For anybody who doesn't know, yes, I, I have a young child, so I don't sleep anyways. You're like, oh, okay, 30 minutes is, is more than enough. All right, so all this is taking place in the Sun District, which was the uh, the area around the solar plants that are from the last issue. This was the first major place hit by Wonder City's crime wave mm -hmm. because there are tons of outdoor space, unattended laboratories, kind of walk-in labs, so you, people could just set up there and people wouldn't even know. When you say unattended laboratories, are these abandoned laboratories? Or? No, they're all automated. Oh, that's extremely important. I guess you could do a lot of wheeling and dealing outside of buildings that don't have anybody in them. Yeah, exactly. So that's that's where all the big uh, crime industries have started developing, right around that area. So you are in the process of chasing after somebody. So just before this, you took a case to figure out who's been robbing banks in the city. So you've narrowed it down to this man called the Clown. Any, any reason why he's called the Clown? Do I know that yet? Because he's, he's very funny, real funny guy. So as you were trying to chase after him after he hit this bank, you got on his tail immediately and started chasing him. So he's approaching. So his, his getaway was in a car or on foot? Because it feels like he robbed a bank on foot. No, he robbed a, you know, he did it in a car. Okay, I just, I wasn't sure. Do you rob banks on foot? You could. That's like the most efficient, you remember the Golden State Killer? He did everything with a bike. Yeah, he did the rare uh, bicycle bank robbery. Now he's, he's driving in a car and he's approaching the Marigold Expressway. So this is the heart wonder city and it'll take you anywhere in the city. In order to avoid losing him, you gotta hit the gas. The yeah. nitrous. You gotta go after him. Okay. And so remember, you do have a car. It's a normal, non-supercar. Got it. That you got to be chasing after. It's a Kia? 
I'm, yeah. I'm chasing him in a, in, in a was it in a was it 1991 Saturn? Yeah, a Volkswagen Scirocco, or maybe a, a Pontiac Aztec. Is that that ugly uh, SUV that no they didn't sell? Yeah. Or you can be in a Subaru. Why, why is the Subaru the last option? Of course, I'll take that <laughs> one. That's the one I'll take. That thing can have three wheels and it'd still be better than the other two. You can do one of the Elon Musk Cybermans. <sighs> it's just like strapping extra scrap metal to the outside. You know what's funny? He stole that design from a movie called Tango and Cash. If you ever look at that movie, like the super car at the end looks just like the Cybertruck. How about the e-bussy? You're gonna have to say that again and slower this time. You can be riding in the e-bussy. It's the electric bus. Like the, a... Am I driving it or? Yeah, you're driving. Okay, no, because I thought I just got on the bus and like was like, all right, you know, hopefully this the next stop is where that guy stops. <laughs> yeah, you're a, you're a real low-level, street-level hero. You're riding the bus everywhere. Yeah. All right, so you gotta chase after this dude. So your so his armored truck has comparable speed to your e-bussy. Now which one are you? What are you driving? No, I'll, I'll just obviously I'll take the Subaru. I'm pretty sure I could just keep up with him in that. Ket is you're pulling up to him, right? They start firing on you from the outside. Of course, the clown's henchmen. All right, what would you like to do from here? It's a hard break. Hard, it's a hard break to put them in front of me. So they're shooting at me, and I break in order to, to put them in front. And then I try to go for a pit maneuver, you know, because I'm a trained police officer. All right, so we're gonna have you roll for. Your vehicle skill, now your dexterity is two. I'm, you know, it was, I'm trying to spin the wheel, but I'm just, my hands are too clammy. Is that what's happening? Yeah, this is like a, that's a pretty, a, a DC 15. That's a hard one, yeah. I'm not going to be able to, to succeed, I don't think. No, you got a 14. So 14 plus two is better than 15. You got that's it. Wild. You hard break as they start firing on you, so all them, all those bullets miss. And then you do your pit maneuver. You hit the back just right, and then the truck goes. Spinning. It hits a wall pretty quickly. The people inside are hurt, but you're able to break on the freeway and get out and stop. Okay, so this is this action scene's taking place on the freeway, correct? Yeah. So okay. It's a oh, this will be fun. I, I I know exactly what I'm gonna do. So I, you know, I I have. It has been brought to my attention that I've been relying on firearms too much. So. Uh, I will reach for my beanbag gun. All right, so you're gonna fire it out on the uh, on the henchman, right? Yeah, I'm gonna just open fire on the henchman. As you approach the henchman, you just get. Do you want to get out Terminator style, where you're just like not even flinching? No, it's so. What do you get? What you gotta do? And again, this is all the training I have. Is I open the car door. I use that as cover. Put my I put my beanbag gun using that as a tripod to level it and just start opening up anything that moves. Twelve to hit. They rolled a seven. You take both of them out so once you've got those two henchmen out of the way all it is is the clown so the clown still managing to get out of the car as you approach that means that he is going to uh as he's still getting out you're able to take your action before his action i mean i'm still behind the i'm still behind the the car door so i you know i'll take cover to avoid taking any kind of fire clown manages to get out in time and he starts flinging clearly meant to be cartoonish bombs and throws it towards you so it's a roll for that so now with bombs it's a little bit different because it's an area of effect kind of a thing yeah no the roll the, the number of this roll gives me a lot of concern that's for you okay I was to say I'm so, gonna need another car. So what you have to do is so you're rolling to get out of the way mm -hmm. using your reflexes to get out of the blast range of this bomb. So he flings this and it lands kind of near you. It's a DC 24 check to avoid being blown up by it. So you do your 17 plus 4 is 21. It's not enough to have its damage. So when you succeed, it's it's jumping out of the way of something. So it becomes less effective. But you're still within the bomb's range. 
so it's going to do something to you, but it's way less effective in comparison to you being six feet away versus, versus being right next to it. So you're still kind of close to it. Oh, yeah. So we'll have you roll for that. Nice. So you roll the 20 with your already enhanced strength. He throws that bomb and it's still laying pretty close to you and it blows up, but it does nothing to you. Let's say it knocks you like three steps to the left, but that's all it does. You got the clown shaking a little bit. What do you want to do from here? I'm going to, wherever I have access to my to my armory, so whatever, I just want to make this easier. So let's say I have most of my weapons within reason, within reach, so I don't want to have to spend a turn getting it out. All right, Caesar, what are you going to do? In the heat of the moment, I didn't think about it, so I was really angry that he tried to blow me up. So I like put my full force into a front kick to the car door that was previously protecting me, and it sends the thing flying at him like a shuriken. You landed a six, which means you missed. So you throw it at him, but he jumps out of the way last moment. So it's something that would have done damage to him. It fling, So you fling the car door at him, and he jumps out of the way to avoid the hit. So let's say he jumps forward, and he's even closer to you now. Now what do you want to do? Extend my other leg to try to kick him in the groin or the crotch. All right, so on the first one, it lands and versus the clown's toughness. You, got, you don't even have that much toughness. It's 19 versus your attack, so you injure him. And you stomp him. So I kicked him when he's down, and do I, do I finish? Do I follow it up with a, like a good stomp? You, you can stomp him out if you want to. I mean, I still have one round left in the beanbag gun. What would, what would allow me to avoid an opening, or is he just going to get the opening regardless? No, he gets the opening regardless. That's fair. Okay. So he misses on his, his next attack, so he pulls out these cards... Okay. That He's playing sense. cards and throws them at you, but he but he misses entirely at close range. Let's see, you're able to just get out of the way using your, your, your super senses. And so now it's your chance to attack again. Do you want to switch it up or just keep stomping it? No, I mean, I, I, I still have the uh, the be- one round of the beanbang gun. You know, point blank rage probably will bring this to a, a, a conclusion. Do a power stunt? I didn't have to do a power stunt earlier when I was using it. All right, then we don't have to do it now. But, you know, because I feel like I'm going to do a shotgun on later. You rolled a four and a three. Okay, so that's... So you missed him, so... By point blank range, I missed the gun jams. How about that? So, well, the clown has a weirdly elastic body. Okay. And so you hit him, but unlike the the henchmen, who are just normal bad guys, it just it hits him, and it just kind of, like, reverberates through him like a waterbed, and he's fine. So it's his chance to attack again, and he extends his weirdly elastic arms. <laughs> so he manages to grab you and he's got you held tight so now you're dazed Caesar. would you like to use a power stunt yes I'd like to use a power stunt alright how would you like to go about doing it so I just want to make sure I understand the position of his body is he reaching for me like laying prone on the ground so he is 180 degrees and his yeah. arms are reaching up mm-hmm. okay in this position I would like to do the power stunt of grab each arm and then finish it with like a, a full curb stomp just pulling bringing my boot all the way down and straight to his face and since I'm grabbing both arms he has no defense Alright, Caesar, so you landed a 17, so you're able to land your hit, and with the amount of damage that he takes from that, he is knocked out. So you're able to just incapacitate him right there and just go bam and take him out. So one more stomp and he's done. So you complete the first scene with stopping the rampage of the clown. Right, so we can move on to the next scene, which is your next case. So the clown gets taken into custody Thank you for the help. We send you on your way. <laughs> Thank you.
As you're heading home, you have somebody who meets you outside of your office. So I know you've been helping out the city a lot with catching criminals. I have a criminal we really need to catch. Like any good PI, I need to hear the sob story first. So I'll be like, okay, just tell me, walk and talk, tell me on the way to my office. I'm very tired. So she explains the situation. So there's a guy in Wonder City named Dr. Ceylon, and he is a black market doctor, pharmacist. So he's the one who scores drugs for the crime syndicates in the city. He patches up wounded people who couldn't go to the regular Wonder City hospitals. And most importantly, he's in black market organ dealer. So he takes organs for the gangs in Wonder City, need him, but they hate his guts. He's the spit because he's taking organs from people off the street and selling them for profit, for his profit. So now that they've gotten fed up, the crime syndicates in the city are saying that they want Dr. Salon captured, but he's pretty elusive. He finds them, they don't find him. So they need someone to help out with that. And you go to her gang's bar. So it's the Bozozoku. Do you, Caesar, do you know who the Bozozoku great thing about that is you have the well-informed advantage okay so you have a talent for knowing things about people before anyone else does and anytime we introduce we're introducing somebody new into the scene you can roll to see if you already know about it. all right let's let's roll so you're already familiar with the bozuzoku so they are a japanese gang that has alleged ties to the yakuza it kind of straddles that line between being an outlaw gang and being like a bike enthusiasts, so it's like mods, but they might also do illegal stuff on the side. Got it. These motorcycles are a big part of their subculture and everything, so they come out of uh, their headquarters is in this bar that they've converted here in the Sun District into like a biker-style bar where they come and they meet and they have all their cars and cycles parked outside. So you already know where they are, so you're like, all right, well, let me show you, let me... Uh, let me show you where they're located. And so you and Tsukiban Princess, who's like a, another female delinquent gang subculture. What does she Japan. look like, by the way? So they wear the sailor uniforms. Perfect. That's exactly the way I was imagining it. So I know they, they say that they're real similar to like the Yankee subculture in Japan. I'm and nodding my head as though I know what that is. So they're just like a school delinquent kind of style. Yeah. So like, uh, what's it called? Um, Yu Yu Hakushu. Yeah. Gotcha. So, and they're like the female side to that. Okay. They fight with yo-yos. Isn't that cool? I, don't, I mean, it's a battle yo I know, I know that is a specific kind of weapon. It's generally like a heavy thing or something like that. Yeah, I know what you mean. And bats. That, I know for sure. Tsukiban Princess takes you to go meet the leader of the Bozozoku. And so he gives you a bit more information. And so he tells you that, like, they, much like everyone else in the city, that's a gang or anything related to the criminal underworld, they know about Dr. Ceylon, but they can't personally move on him. They say, I know there's still some gangs that said they want him gone, but they really don't want him gone. So they're going to put in like a token effort to find him, but they're still using his services. So he says, we can't go against them because we have rivalries in the city and, pe and people are just looking for a reason to put us down. So we need you to find him. So now we're open to, I guess, conversation. So first, I don't need to use my that that, that other that, I don't need to use my hidden ability quite yet. But what I will say is, okay. So you said that they have rivalries. Do they know if anybody has used him recently? Yes, they do. Okay, who is it? So they know that the Rippers, the Wonder City Rippers, they should still be in contact with him. They would be the next best place to go. Let me. Can I roll to see what I know about the Wonder City Rippers? Yes. Thank you. So you know a little bit less about the Rippers. So they're an El Salvadorian gang. That's interesting. I would not have guessed that's their name. They came up out of El Salvador's, I think it was a civil war? 
Yes. Yes, so they moved to Wonder City, and so their focus, this ritual, and the reason why they're called the Rippers, because you get a knife and you stab somebody. Okay, and so you're, you're stabbing somebody to rip something out of them, or... Is no, this like is the stab a like rip? Oh, like the I, point is to leave a scar on them. Oh, like Jack the Ripper. Yeah. Okay, so great. Let's talk numbers now. Well, I messed up my car earlier. I think this week. I'll take yeah. You so can trick out your car. Yeah, easily. I can. Uh, so let's definitely let's do a trade on that. So let's get it fully modified. If you guys can put some bulletproof windows in it, you know, Nas bigger engine, unpoppable tires. If I have to go over a spike strip, you know the usual. That'd be great. And uh, I charge thousand dollars a day. Plus, uh, any expenses I incur. From here, we move on. Put out for investigating the Rippers. Mm-hmm. Do uh, I know any prostitutes uh, or pimps, drug dealers? Yeah, you do. You do have your contact network, so you can get in touch with them and get a general location on where the Rippers are hiding out right now. You go. You search the block. And so you get a pinpoint on where their HQ is. Uh, as I'm walking around, I use my super senses to see if one of the giveaways is electrical use. So certain warehouses will just have a buzz to them because they're using electrical. But warehouses that are inhabited with people will generally have a larger buzz because they're consuming more energy. So first I will be listening for a larger electrical hump. Uh, from a building. But yeah, it, they are generating way more power than mm-hmm. everything else that's around there. So that's one of the things that helped you pick them out. Sure. So, but how else would you like to proceed from here? Well, I gotta have an opener. Do I, I know that I know less about them, but do, let's say at some point, did one of my contacts give me at least the name of a few member, gang members that I could so, try to ask so for? So they're gonna be antagonistic to you. Of course. For sure, because you're working with the Bozizoku. They know this already, because it gets around quick? Yeah. Okay. All right. All right, so now the, the, now the game is negotiation. So I go to the hideout and I knock on the door. I have a policy of being very polite to gang members. But yeah, they are, they are not friendly to outsiders. That's fine. Right, so you say, how do I approach it? So I'm like, well, I probably have gotten some names from some of my contacts in the police department. So they give me the name of somebody like, you know, Javier Gutierrez, a.k.a. Little Shorty. You know, like uh, uh, Robert... Zodalgo, a.k.a. Little Knife, you know, Little Corto, whatever you want to say, right? It's funny because Corto and Shorty mean the same thing. Anyways, so I go and knock on the door. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm going to ask for them, see if they're still within the gang. Um, and then we go from there. So they say, who the fuck is that? I introduce myself. They're, they're antagonistic to you, Caesar. I know, but if they're antagonistic to me, then this is at least a dialogue. They're not going to just stonewall me and ignore me. They're going to come out and probably threaten me, I'm assuming. Yeah, so like, yes. you better leave right now or we're going to blow your head off. Just for clarification's sake, before I leave, is there a gun pointed at me right now or are you going to go get the gun? <laughs> They're just going to start shooting at you, Caesar. I, You know what? I've never known anybody that doesn't at least answer the second question. So give yes, me that. Yes, they have the gun with them right now. Okay, that's fair. So I'm going to, I'm going to leave now. I'm going to find a, a large vehicle, a bus, or preferably like a pickup truck. You know, something that's got maybe even a semi. A little bit of oomph. I'm gonna drive it into the headquarters. Okay, so you so you're just gonna take the car off the street? Yeah. So I'm gonna use my MacGyver skill to haul our car. All right. Let's say you find your SUV. Yeah. The yeah. Bronco. Well, well, you don't need to do you don't need to do that. You can oh, just okay. bust the window on the car. Well, I still need to hotwire it. Like I'm not no, I'm not gonna spend time like trying to jimmy the lock. I'll give you that. Right. But I still gotta. So you hotwire the car. There you go. So you hotwire the car. 
drive, you just gonna drive right through the yeah. front door. So then I'm gonna use this as a battering ram to just drive it directly into their into their hideout. Alright, so you will drive right through so then the other ones start coming out and they start shooting. Mm -hmm. um, I'd like to do a head count, so I would like to use my senses to determine how many of them are. Really, it's terrible when you lose track of somebody and they pop up behind you. So in this case, I just want to make sure I'm counting of them. I killed two, so and there's, then... there's still six other ones. So, a couple things I would like to just clarify. Uh, I did this at night, that's really important. Two, by driving the car in there, I have effectively knocked out all the power, so it's just dark in there. So they're firing from a point of darkness into the whole you light. You did not knock out the power. Oh, because the power's still on? Yeah, you just drove to the, to the front. I could have drove it into something that had the electrical. Like, I could have drove it into the fuse box. <laughs> but you didn't, you just wanted to drive through the front. Oh, I would have been really smart to knock out the power first time. Yeah, I would have, but now they're shooting at you. That's fair. Well, leave and learn. Okay, cool. Um, I'm not in the car, that, and so I imagine what they would do first is they would blow holes in the car. So their their attention is on the truck. Mm -hmm. That would allow me a sneak bonus, if you will, to let's say pick off one or two. You do have a sneak bonus. I would like to use that right now. Okay. Well, you got to roll for stealth for that. Oh, I'm, I'm pretty bad at stealth. All right. So they're about equal. So you, uh, so with their attention turned that direction, you're able to. So you're able to sneak past them because they're focused in the heat of the moment on shooting at the car. Okay. Uh, so the first one, uh, you know, I would essentially, you know, I feel bad saying this, but I do think that maybe there's a way I could de-escalate this. De-escalate? What are you talking about? <laughs> you ran a car through the, through their front door. <laughs> And you're sneaking up on them. You can't de-escalate anything. All right. I just thought I would try. That's fair. Okay, so the first one... <laughs> first one, I pistol whip, so I knock him out, basically. And then um, what I do is I can grab him and put put him essentially like in a side headlock. Not a side headlock. What's the one where you use somebody's body as, as like as a shield? A human shield? Yeah, I use him as a human shield. So he's out. He's unconscious. Human, sh human shield. And then I start... And then I fire at the next closest one. Okay, so that's going to be two actions. Okay, so that's fine. So let me just say, knock out and use his human shield. Is that, can I just have that as one? De-escalate. <laughs> which, uh, which, by the way, if you had the takedown advantage, you'd be able to do that. Right. That against minions, it allows you to consecutively attack every minion that's within your range. Oh, okay. I feel like then it becomes a question of range. Yeah, exactly. So you can do everything that's within your range to do something like that. It's a little bit easier with a gun. So with that, you succeeded. So you managed to pistol whip the guy and use him as a human shield. The other people notice you, notice this. At least one other guy, maybe two other guys, notice this, and they start opening fire on you two. So they take out the other guy. So you are saved from your from having to roll for damage. So they attack you, but they are attacking him as a result. So they hurt him instead. So what would your next move be? Shoot the closest guy. Can I tell you? I don't feel like a lot, like much of a hero right now. <laughs> you, I'm just. You know, I did a lot of heroic stuff the other day, and then I stopped the bank robbery, and now... That has to do with you. I can't tell you how to act during this stuff. All right. I you're just... the one who, again, you're the one who drove your car through their front. It wasn't my car, but that's semantics. Okay, I, I feel bad, but, you know, I don't know any other way to get information. You know, blunt object, what are you going to do? All right, so you, uh, so you fired, so you're, you're missing them. But if you want to get within closer range, you can punch him. I still have the guy's body. Like, am I still... Did I drop it already, or am I still well, using say it? That, yeah, let's say you dropped it, because okay, he's throw it already dead. I <laughs> well, you, I guess you could throw it at him. <laughs> you roll to throw it at them. It's a demoralizing technique. I'm going to beat you up with your own pimp. So you roll 
hooligans who you, you miss with the... Uh, <laughs> I miss shooting them and I miss throwing a body. Perfect. With their own homie. Yep. And so they, they dive out of the way as you throw it at them and they don't take any damage. Cool. So then these two guys right here come up towards you with their guns. Okay. And they want to do more damage to you, so I'm going to roll for that. Oh, I'm going to lose. I, I have one... Well, wait a minute. Oh, no. First guy misses. Second guy misses. So both of them get are still within close range, but because it's so dark, let's say now the the power is out. Okay, fair enough. Of all of the rampant shooting, <laughs> but the power is starting to flicker, and now you, they aren't able to quite see you anymore. Got it. So they miss. They start missing. Okay. So now, what would you like to do? Can I go for a double nut shot? You can go for a single nut shot. All right, I'll go for a single nut shot. Can I wait? Can I? Can I all right. Single nutshot, and can I attempt to take this guy hostage as well? Like yes. it worked so well the first time. All right, so you, so you managed to succeed, and you so you hit the other guy and take him hostage also, and uh, so that's two of them down, two out of six. Not too bad, but the other guy is still incredibly close to you. Mm -hmm. So again, he misses. So still, the visibility is really really difficult for them to fire through. So they start missing. So you still have your human shield and your unarmed. Great. Now what would you like to do? I'd like to fire at him. I thought you were going to throw <laughs> No, no, because he's still guy. alive. He's still, he still can be a bullet sponge. So again, you missed. Okay. Now are you going to want to throw? Can I use it as my second action? <laughs> you can use your point for it. Or no, actually, I, I'm actually saving that. So do you want me to tell you what in you advance? To, what do you need to save him for? Uh, no, no, no. I'm, I just want to tell you. Can I tell you in advance what my end game is? Yes. Okay, I want to throw a an ignition device, so I guess a grenade or a phosphorus grenade, underneath the truck to see if I can get it to blow. Where are you going to get a phosphorus grenade? Where am I going to get a grenade? Can I can I try shooting at the truck to blow it up? <laughs> yes, yes, okay. you can. Okay, cool. Then That can be your power stunt. I'll use that as my power stunt. Alright, so you're going to go ahead and use your power stunt in order to shoot at the car to make it explode. That one's, now, that one's definitely is something that is extraordinary, so we're going to use your hero point towards that. Okay. And so you shoot at the car, it explodes. The good news is I have a human shield in front of me to absorb a lot of that damage. That's a fair point, but you also forget that you're, you're super strong. <laughs> That's a really good point, too. I, I just like the fact you're using so much brain power. <laughs> so much brain power to avoid being hurt when you more than likely were not going to get hurt anyways. <laughs> Alright, so you take out all of the rippers. You take one that's injured but not dead yet. Okay, I imagine the one that I was hugging probably is still alive. Yeah. Oh, well, you didn't get hit. That's true. Hey, so you alright, man? Second degree burns, but he's not. Hurt. He can still talk to me. Yeah, he's cool. Yeah. He doesn't have no lips left. And so, what are you going to ask him? <sighs> well, first, I'm going to say, was it worth it being that impolite? I, like, <laughs> I knocked on the door and we could have just had a very friendly conversation, but this is what happens. Alright, Caesar, since you love this, it's like, yes, it was. All of his life, he is grown up a poor immigrant in a different country so he had to turn to gang violence what does that have and to do all, with having poor a, manners that's all he's ever known caesar well okay fine after this if i have any money in my wallet there you go okay i'll contribute to your college fund now moving on i need to know about dr ceylon that's originally what i was coming for and i heard that you guys have had the la the, the latest contact with him yeah so he sold us this uh, space and told us that we could use it as a hideout for nothing that seems really really unusual i don't think that anybody in this game gives away anything for free immediately you recognize the fact that he's setting them up and they were aware of that and so they've decided to squat here basically on top of all of this evidence do i have an ally okay i just have a quick question my biggest concern is 
When you say evidence, evidence of organ trafficking is literally organs or people. And I'm concerned that there are people here. That is exactly what it is. So oh, no. When they take you That's into terrible. the back, you find uh, the bodies of deceased people. Well, at least they're Organs gone. that were not suitable enough to use. Like it's a heart with six valves instead of four. Honestly, a mountain of physical evidence here. Oh. I mean, like, guys, you know, I looked at the guy, like, I'm like, honestly, dude, you guys know this is wrong, okay? Like, I mean, and do you really want to go to jail for this? This is terrible. Like, you know, it's one thing to be a gang member, but another thing to be, like, they, ripping well, people off the streets. Do I know, but what do you think's going to happen? If this goes before a jury, if this even gets to a jury, you're going to jail forever. And if the cop sees it, he's probably just going to shoot you. All right, they didn't think of that. Fair enough. Look, look, I'm going to help you out after this, Okay. Is there a way that you have... I know that he finds people. That's what I've been told. He's a Batman of the, you know, underground community. Is there a way that you can contact him? Because I feel like you guys are on still pretty good terms. I mean, this is probably not great that I blew up this place. But, you know, otherwise... We can end it here okay. with the man saying, yes, he does have a means of potentially finding Dr. Salon. I hope you guys can join us for the next uh, session of Wonder City Watchmen. I've been Evan. I've been Caesar. See you guys later.